if you have a good intentions and you know you you trust yourself even if there are no resources available uh you have complete darkness in front of you the doors always open up you know there, there some some miracles do happen and and uh, you just need to sort of you know believe in yourself and keep going welcome to the valleys and mountaintops podcast where we share real life stories to give you hope and inspire you to take action with whatever you are facing no matter how difficult your life circumstances are never give up these words are peppered through our conversation today our guest began his journey in india working in a factory as a teen 12 hours a day it's a love story about how two people whose families believed in different religions and forbid them to marry found their way As he walks through some of life's darkest valleys, he shares the ups and downs that led him to the success he enjoys today. Manu Agarwal lives in Vancouver, Canada, and is the founder of Tetra Noodle. He is a husband, father, fellow podcast host, coach, and mentor. Please welcome Manu to the show. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Could you start by telling everyone just a little bit about yourself so that they can get to know you? Sure. So um, my name is Manoj Agarwal. I was born and brought up in uh, India, in a very small town. Um, I started uh, my career, work not so much of a career, but I started working uh, at 15, working in a factory, and I was earning two dollars a day, um, working 12-hour shifts. And um, you know, I desperately wanted to get out of get out of that situation. So the only thing I had was my brain and education. So I uh took uh, advantage of whatever knowledge i could gain and and uh, went on from that stage to um serving as executives in multiple companies and uh, now uh, you know i coach uh, startup founders i teach um, software engineers uh, latest technologies and i help uh, build uh, technology for many many companies that sounds exciting and busy because are you a dad as well Oh yeah, I'm I'm a dad to two kids, uh energetic boys, 8 and 10 and uh, you know I uh, I just uh, put them to sleep I was uh, delayed because of them. like we started late uh, recording this interview but yeah, it's a lot of fun uh but yeah, it's uh, you know having two boys tires you out some, sometimes. <laughs> and it shows how dedicated you are to the art of podcast because not many people get to know this but here we are 10 o'clock at night on a work night sharing your life story to hopefully touch someone else's life exactly yeah no i love it i uh, you know uh, never before i imagined that you know i could get in touch with so many wonderful people learn from their experiences share my own experience it's just uh, it's just amazing you know this community is amazing and and the knowledge that uh, comes out of these conversations it's uh, you know like consulting companies can charge hundreds and thousands of dollars for this knowledge and it's just amazing we are giving away for free it is so amazing and normally you would be sharing business knowledge or on business podcasts is that correct uh yeah um business knowledge like for all kinds of things which we don't even think about right like you know um the more i talk to people the more i think i the you know Uh, how little i know uh, because there are so many aspects in running a business and even life in general that we are not aware of you know because we are limited by the experiences that we have had in our life and uh, uh, you know how how we were brought up as uh, children 
so when you uh, listen to other people's story, how they lived, how they you know lived in different parts of the world, they experienced different cultures and all that, uh, then you realize you know that there is there's lot more in this world that we don't know, and um, we I mean all these things can shape uh, our uh, our thought process, you know, and how we cope with things and give us a little bit of a perspective on, you know, what we have and make us appreciate um, more of what we have and and uh, act smartly in, in pursuit of what we don't have, which is, you know, whether it's a career, whether it's a profession or a business. I love how you hit on that. And in this podcast, we are sharing your story and your journey. And we're going to start walking backwards to today. So I'm going to ask you to take us to the moment of time that you consider to be the worst moment of your life's journey and tell us the story and we will share what you learned. The worst experience was, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take you back a little bit uh, to my, I guess, uh, teenage years. So I, I married my I met my wife uh, in, uh, in a, you know, in a computer institute and I was uh, I was in love with programming and that's what I do till date and you know she she found me and she was kind of sort of lazy um, and she wanted my help in the assignment so I was happy to oblige but uh, <laughs> but it turned out that uh, you know she's from a different religion and um, I'm from a different religion and in India even today marrying uh, intercaste like that is taboo like you know people don't uh, really appreciate that so when we were uh, you know, sort of going out, uh, we we tried to convince our families to um, to agree uh, to let us marry, but they won't have any of it. So um, ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, I really wanted to spend my life with her. So I basically eloped from home, and I had no possessions, no nothing, and just sort of I didn't know what I was gonna do. So I was uh, pretty much like homeless for three weeks, and. Uh, trying to figure out, you know, what the next step is and how to, uh, I mean, it was a stupid decision to begin with, but I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't know how to take it back and, and swallow my pride and, and all that. But yeah. ultimately, you know, I found some people along the way who helped me out. And that's the miracle of, um, you know, just, just, you know, like, you know, when you need something, it just shows up. And I, I had no expectation. Uh, like I was scared uh, to death, death. But then some people showed up and um, helped me out, and you know uh, somebody took me home and uh, fed me and gave me uh, a bed to sleep in. Um, and yeah, I mean that was a very scary experience. But that taught me that uh, if if you if you have good intentions and you know you you trust yourself, uh, even if there are no resources available, uh, you have complete darkness in front of you. Uh, the doors always open up, you know, they, they, some, some miracles do happen and, and uh, you just need to sort of, you know, believe in yourself and keep going. Sounds like good words of wisdom. I can't wait to hear what happened next. Well, I mean, what happened was, uh, you know, I, 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 I guess I played the diplomatic game. I found because I couldn't take it anymore and I didn't want to go home on my own. So I had to convince somebody to convince me to, to bring me home. And, you know, so he, this person acted like a, a middleman between my parents and, and me and pretended that he is convincing me to come back home, uh, even though I asked him to do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's how the story went. And then ultimately we got married. Oh, so you did get married. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And are you still married today? Yes, I am. Oh, that's a beautiful story. So now how does this tie into the story that you started off with? That when you were 15, you were working, did you say 12 hours a day in a factory? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, I mean, see, the thing is, like, um, growing up in a third world country, you go through these experiences and, uh, uh, you know, it, it's kind of... It's kind of hard to put it in perspective when you when you uh, when you raise and brought up in a in a, in a developed country like Canada or USA, um, because a lot of things we we take for granted here, uh, you know, just simple things like food, uh, drinking water, and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, it's not as accessible to everyone uh, across the world, right? So going through those experiences and going through the experience I just shared, being being on the streets almost for three weeks, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it builds a, uh, some sort of a character. It, it, it sort of gives me the courage to face anything uh, in life. And uh, I will, you know, I encourage even my own kids to, you know, not get too comfortable with life and uh, I try to um, try to strive for things that they need. So even if they ask for uh, you know a video game even though i can afford it in a heartbeat for them i ask them to you know give me some arguments give me offer me something in return you know give make a deal with me uh, so that they understand how um, how this world works you know nobody's going to nobody's going to uh, you know give them hand hand them anything they're not entitled to anything so that sense of entitlement is what um, you know, is what sort of uh, is detrimental to a lot of people's progress because they think that they are, you know, they, they, they are, they have a, a, a big degree or they have, you know, a big name, family name or whatever, or, or even just, you know, uh, uh, don't mind me saying that, but having worked with a lot of millennials, they are, they are sort of entitled to, um, to everything. So that sense of entitlement is what I think is, um, is wrong with this world. Um, so we need to prove ourselves. We need to, you know, uh, pay our dues, uh, do the hard work, and then and then uh, we can expect something in return, which again is not guaranteed. Like you know, there are so many brilliant people, so many hardworking people still sort of struggling. Um, so we have to account for that, and we have to, you know, if if you make it, if you if you make it, and you you have you are successful, it's always uh, good to give back and um, go back and get others who are left behind and help them out in any way you can. We're moving into where I ask you to share a turnaround point in your life, somewhere that you've experienced an incredible turnaround point and share the story. And I'm just wondering how you went from that kind of step of faith, shall we call it, to wanting to be with someone you love, to not having a, a home, to having more than enough and needing to teach your kids not to be entitled. Yeah, I mean, the turning point was obviously, you know, um, me uh, meeting my, my future wife and that uh, that changed my life radically. Um, you know, we uh, we migrated to Canada and even in Canada, you know, the first uh, first job I had, um, that was a junior programmer uh, job and I got fired within three months and I was like, okay, here we go again. You know, life is never easy, whether it's in India, whether it's in Canada. Um, but then, you know, um, we sort of, uh, we sort of said, okay, you know, we've been through so much together. So this is just another hiccup and we'll get over it. And then soon after that, I got another job and I did really, really well there and the company flourished and I contributed a huge deal, um, to, to the company's sort of future. 
and that restored my faith in my own abilities and and that was the true turning point you know after that this was around year 2000 2001 when you know i was finally able to stand on on my own feet and support my family support my wife uh, and make a life for our own uh, without any help right like you know a lot of people um, a lot of people sort of you know are able to make a good life and they get support and all that but we were able to do that on our own so that that's something i'm quite proud of what did that feel like i could just imagine that must have been an amazing year for you yeah i mean uh, amazing year amazing you know sort of amazing feelings and just the sense of independence a sense of uh, not having to worry about you know what is going to happen in the future um n- not depending on anybody right like not sort of uh, looking for plan b looking to reach out to people when we are in trouble that's just a comforting feeling secure i mean security and and uh, security and sort of uh, independence is are the key uh, feelings we all seek right like you know that we, you can never be like at the end of the day we all want to be happy but if you're not free if you're not independent if you're not secure uh, happiness is is a secondary thing in that in that situation so once we achieved those fundamental um, feelings then we were able to move on to happiness which was you know which is sort of what what we're all seeking right yeah yeah that's something i've never put in words before but that would make sense mm-hmm. yeah now, we have a, a few listeners from India that email me from time to time that are interested in coming to Canada. Would you mind sharing just maybe a little bit on how you guys made that transition from India to Canada? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, in my case, it was uh, different because, uh, you know, my wife was born in Canada, so it was uh, easier uh, for us to come to Canada, even though we wanted to live in India. But as I said, the uh, you know the intercaste marriage. Even after we got married, it was uh, such a huge deal that we were we were all almost uh, sort of outcast from our own community, from our own family, and everything. So life became really tough after marriage as well. So that's why we we came over here. Um, in terms of you know if somebody wants to come over to Canada, like you know the the best thing I can uh, I can um, I can propose is to get a lot of experience in in fields. Um, which are up and coming fields where you know Canada needs uh, uh, skilled uh, skilled uh, people in in those fields. Get uh, good education, get experience, and go through the right channels. Talk to uh, the immigration lawyers. There are so many immigration services these days. They help you out and work on your English speaking skills because I know that's going to be a huge factor. And uh, again, you know, don't um, don't think that somebody is going to hand you uh, uh, a, a landed immigrant status or a visa to come to Canada. You have to do the work. There is no entitlement in this world. Nowhere, no country is, is going to just, you know, welcome you with open arms unless you do the work. So if you do the work and you, you keep at it and you keep uh, pushing yourself, uh, there is nothing that you cannot achieve. Sounds like a good motto for life for everybody. (laughs) Let's move into taking a closer look at your story. What about you changed the most from this experience? Going through life uh, in a a difficult situation uh, wears you down uh, mentally and physically. 
and you know when you don't see any hope uh, you know when you, when you're sort of just just going through life without any without any rhyme or reason without any ambition um it the life life becomes really sort of meaningless because all you all you're doing is trying to feed yourself to uh to stay alive and uh, just to stay alive for the next day and you you work uh the entire day just to earn enough to feed yourself again so it, it's it's like a sort of a meaningless life you know and when you find uh you know good warm relationship you when you find love when you find success uh, or the uh, or the outcome of your hard work uh is is according to your liking you know that's when sort of uh you experience true life true happiness and um what changed in me was that you know that that sense of hope that sense of positivity uh that if you apply yourself and you don't give up things will happen now um you know that that realization took uh decades to come right but um but i always you know i always was hopeful that um some something things will some days uh, things will change and so i kept going um and i i say that to everyone i meet and i sort of mentor that no matter what all you need to do is keep going and and focus on what you are trying to achieve and never give up and uh, you know people who don't give up they always get the results uh, in the end whether whether it takes uh, you know a few months a few years or a few decades now if you mentor people could i ask how you help people start to figure out what they want before they can take the advice you just shared yeah so <clears throat> the the number one uh, thing i ask uh, people is how aware are you about your own feelings about your own hopes desires fears um because a lot of people uh, go through life um you know they and successful people not successful struggling people but you know they go through life trying to attain somebody else's dream you know they they are being taught that uh, you need to get a ivy league education you need to be a successful entrepreneur you need to be a ceo of a company or whatever that is um and they have been fed this uh, by society by parents by friends uh and you know i i i i'm really surprised no one sort of sits back and thinks about what do i really want out of life right so if uh, if they see a lot of people getting rich uh, starting a company they say okay you know this is what i want to do i i want to start a company but then even if they are successful they become miserable because they never thought that they'll be you know working long hours they'll they'll take on all this additional stress of paying paying the payroll making all the expenses paying the bills and all that stuff so that's the first thing that's the first step you know know yourself first know exactly what you want and then you um try to figure out what is it that will align well with your core values what is it going to give you really uh, you know that fulfillment that that we seek that uh, that satisfaction uh, so if uh, let's say you know teaching is what gives you pleasure then forget about everything else just put yourself into teaching and and do the best uh, that you can in that and if uh, let's say you know traveling is what you want then then figure out a way to travel and uh, you know th- these days the good thing is these days you can uh, earn a living doing pretty much anything that you want right mm-hmm. so uh, the barriers have been dropped so you know figure out exactly what you want and then go after it uh, with with your full full heart and soul and body 
Aw, thanks for that. Could you share one of your personal habits that contributed to overcoming this? I think the personal habit is never giving up. You know, I don't know whether you can call it a habit, but I just, I just, uh, you know, sometimes when I get tired, um, you know, uh, when things are not working my way, I, I, I tend to sort of, you know, um, move away, step back and just uh, relax for some time. Uh, maybe even for a couple of weeks or months, I give it up. But then uh, it, something in me just, uh, you know, just is incapable of letting it go. So I need to figure it out, even though, you know, it could be a trivial thing. And that uh, that has been sort of, you know, the key, I think, to success. But also, uh, I have paid a huge price for that because, you know, uh, that meant long, uh, long nights, uh, you know, sleepless nights, working on something. Um, but I guess, you know, that's, uh, in a way, that was also fun because I enjoyed my work. I knew what I wanted to do. And so putting in that extra work, that hard work, did not really translate into fatigue, like, you know, mental fatigue. Yeah. Uh, it was more of fun because I was because I was uh, pursuing a dream which I really liked, you know, that sort of gave me fulfillment. So so that way, you know, that, that sort of aligned well, uh, the hard work and knowing exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Could you please share with us a resource like a podcast or a book that helped you out along the way? There are a couple of books I will uh, mention here. I'm reading a book uh, called uh, Abundance Now from uh, Lisa Nichols, I think. And um, she's, uh, you know, she's also rags to riches story. Like, you know, she was so poor, she couldn't, uh, she couldn't buy diapers for her baby. And now she's, uh, you know, she's running a multi-million dollar company. Like she, it's listed on the stock exchange and everything. So that's her book, and uh, she teaches how to attain abundance in your life. So I highly recommend that. And then there's another book called Mastery, um, and that's uh, that book is about how uh, we uh, can improve ourselves. Because in life, when we work on something really hard, what happens is we don't get immediate success, and people get frustrated with that. And then you know, most people they just sort of drop off uh, after first couple of attempts, and never sort of come back to that. Uh, so the book Mastery teaches us that anything that you want to master in life, it, it, it happens in steps. Uh, there are you know ups and downs, there are plateaus. So it just teaches you how to keep going and, and love your plateaus you know, when there is no progress being made. Uh, it's part of the process and it, it sort of opens up your mind towards what, what life is all about, how it, how it unfolds and and uh, you are at peace with that process. All right, that's going to be the next book that I check out. I have not heard of that one yet. So now we move into the grand finale. You've been great at sharing your story with us to make us feel like we were right there with you, and I so appreciate that. And everybody is going to go through valleys and mountaintops in life and be faced with challenges. And I just want to know, what would be the most essential thing for you to have with you the next time that you go through a challenge? My family is, is uh, my number one strength. So, you know, uh, now, uh, you know, now that I have my family, my, my kids, um, as long as they are safe and they are happy, you know, nothing else really is, is a challenge anymore. Everything is more of an adventure. Um, it's like, you know, when you play a sport, uh, it may be challenging to some, but it, it is fun to others. So I treat it like, uh, you know, sort of a fun activity going through a challenge, uh, no matter what the outcome is. 
um, as long as I have uh, those people around me. That is good. Okay, and this is where we get a chance to ask you a bit about you. Now, tell us what's good in your life right now and what is it that you're working on where people might want to connect with you? Yeah, what is good is, uh, you know, as I said, like uh, I have um, I have uh, suffered um, a lot of sort of mental stress, mental, uh, I had mental uh, issues. Like this is from my childhood. Like I didn't even realize um, all these problems existed. Uh, anxiety, depression, pessimism, and all that. And so um, I was able to overcome it this year, and I feel great uh, about that. And what I'm working on right now is uh, building my business, building my coaching business, helping other people, sharing uh, the experiences that I've had because I know um, what I went through, a lot of other people go through it, and you know they're sort of um, they're not. Uh, getting the right help that they need or they may not um, understand what is going on. So I'm able to help them in their situation, uh, especially if, uh, you know, they are trying to set up a business or they're trying to launch a startup or something like that because my background is technology. So I'm trying to mix um, the, the mental aspect, the spiritual aspect with the technical aspect. Do you feel like expanding on that? Because through this interview, it kind of sounds like you just left and never looked back. But I would imagine that there would be a lot of sadness and difficulty. And I think a lot of people can resonate with that. Is that anything that you care to go deeper into? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, uh, the experiences that I shared with you, you know, living in poverty, living in, uh, uh, you know, going through uh, those experiences, um, uh, it actually leaves a mark on your uh, psyche. Uh, you know, it, it does not go away. So I talked about earlier, you know, I did not have any hope earlier. And, you know, when, when things turned around, I, I was more positive. So that positivity, again, is on the surface. You know, you look, um, you look happy on the surface. But uh, you sometimes you don't even realize deep down inside you, th- those uh, those feelings are still lingering on, right? So uh, to to go a little bit deeper in that, like I I, I did not have a good relationship with my parents, uh, and um, and I lost my mom last year, and you know that sort of shook me to the core because uh, I was not, you know, I was always thinking, okay, you know, there's gonna be time uh, in my life, I'll I'll be able to uh, mend that relationship someday, but then uh, she was, it uh, the the death was untimely, and then I realized how um fragile we are you know what what uh, how mortal we are like we we have no control over what happens in our lives so yeah. uh the priorities shifted right away and then i was able to uh, mend my relationship with my father and and a lot of other things so you know all these all these things were deep, uh, hidden deep inside so some of the memories i didn't even realize i, I had completely forgotten uh, because i was my subconscious mind was trying to protect me from from living those memories, right? So, uh, so once you go through these experiences, then you really uncover. Okay, there is a surface level happiness, and then there's a deeper uh, happiness or fulfillment that you that you can get. And and all these things are sort of coming together now. And it's it's wonderful to to be in that situation, to be uh, you know, to realize that uh, you know, financial success is one thing, but the mental aspect or the mental fulfillment is is even more important and once you once you get close to that you know that's when you really feel that 
yes, you know, you were able to overcome some, some really hard challenges. Mm. So what kind of people do you work with in coaching? Do you help people get through some of these challenges or strictly business coaching? No, no, I, I work on, uh, it depends on what people need because uh, a lot of people, you know, when I, when I, especially in the tech circles, right? Like, you know, when I, if I talk to them about spirituality, if I talk to them about mindfulness, uh, people are more receptive to it. But again, you know, uh, it's just a fraction of the people who are into it. Most people think it's still, you know, like um, some new age uh, mumbo jumbo, right? So um, if they're not into it, I, I obviously do not force it on, on them. But I try to incorporate some mental aspects uh, which will help them in their business. Um, meaning, you know, finding out their core values and, and aligning their business goals with their core values. Um, in terms of, um, and, and, and that's sort of the extent of where I, how far I go, uh, unless they want to go deeper. Uh, and then I shift towards their, uh, you know, setting up their business, helping them out with the, with the strategies, with the tactics and day-to-day -day operations of their business. Excellent. And if you could just tell us where's the best place that someone could connect with you if they wanted to find out more. Sure. So um, I want to offer a free uh, a free video series for any entrepreneurs or startup founders who are listening. Uh, you can go to innerget.com. So it's I-N-N-E-R-G-E-T.com. So that's a video series that, I, that will help you accelerate your technology implementation if you're a tech startup founder. And uh, do tune into my podcast. It's called Bootstrapping Your Dreams Show. And uh, we talk about similar issues about how to grow how to overcome your um, mental um, mental weaknesses and incorporate them into your life and live a happy fulfilling and prosperous life so check it out i'll link all that in the show notes too at synergymindsetcoaching.com backslash manuj m-a-n-u-j thank you so much for being on the show and just sharing so openly and deeply with us today yeah thanks a lot for having me it was so much fun thank you so much Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. If you found today's interview with Manoj inspiring, if anything helped you along the way, please reach out to him. The links will be at the show notes at synergymindsetcoaching.com. And if you would like to inquire about opportunities to work with me as a coach, you may email me at gina at synergymindsetcoaching.com. And I just want to say I'm grateful to all of you who are a part of our community and listen to the show. And we will be back next week with another interview here on Valleys and Mountaintops. 